Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. What's up, Lions of Liberty fans? You can now support this show on Patreon and get exclusive access to bonus audio and video content, including Conspiracy Corner, Degenerate Gamblers, bonus segments with guests, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash lionsofliberty. Welcome to Electric Liberty Land, here on the Lions of Liberty podcast, your weekly shot of culture, comedy, and liberty with your host, Brian McWilliams. Hey, hey, welcome to Electric Liberty Land, episode number 117. That's 117 for those of you who know to put those numbers together and say them out loud meaning you can find all the show notes for today's episode at lionsofliberty.com forward slash ELL117. Now, you may have noticed we are doing some uh, some mixing up of the format here. We are introducing our Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor shows. We're each going to do one uh, once a month, and this happens to be my turn. It's our time down here, One-Eyed Willie, and I happen to have some Willies with me. They have two eyes, sadly. I uh, tried to get at least one of them to gouge one eye out before the episode, but no such luck on a Sunday. But I am joined by two of my fellow Liberty Lions here. First and foremost, I'll bring in the godfather of Liberty, one Howie Snowden. What's up, Howie? Happy to be here. A lot of big news uh, coming out recently. I know. We we literally (laughs) lucked out. You know, Mark did his, uh, he recorded his show, or no, Odie recorded his show they got they got the shit news. We got the the top of the pops news to talk about here. Getting into this whole Mueller investigation. Yeah, but, I, I just hope that some of the details slow down before this airs. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but before I bring in the next guest, what are you drinking? Since this is a drinking episode, I'm just drinking Guinness. A classic, per usual. Yeah. How many are you in today? Just one. You just, you're starting or starting late? No, this is my first. Oh wow! All right. Well. Drink quickly. We need to make sure that you get extra <laughs> drunk. <laughs> and, and maybe we'll even wrap in some degenerate gamblers since you uh, complained about not being on that show ever. We'll make some bets on whether or not there'll be actual collusion talk later on, even at this report. But oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I can bet on that. But I was just going to say, <laughs> I, I don't watch basketball. So, so I'm like, damn it. This is the yeah. worst time of year for me to be asked is, about gambling. Yeah, this is far more interesting anyway. Uh, but... Before we get into the talk of collusion or, or lack thereof, I'll bring in the other man about town, Liberty Rico. Hey, Rico. Hey, I wish you could say it's good to be here like how we did, but I'd be lying. And who wants to lie during Lent? Not You'd rather me. be back in Schlong Kong, as I believe uh, you referred to it. Rick, what were you doing <laughs> over there, by the way? Was it to go get those uh, that line of dildo modes made that you were working on? Yeah, I'm a billionaire now. Dildo millionaire. <laughs> One dick at a time. <laughs> there were some people celebrating St. Patty's Day over there. Oh, nice. Um, were, they all, were they all bright red in the face because of yeah, the allergy, <laughs> the Asian allergy to alcohol? No, there there are a lot of white people in Hong Kong too, and I'm I'm still getting over the bird flu that I <laughs> uh, contracted over there. So surprised they I'm let you back a whole bunch country. of water. 
<laughs> it's not really that hard to get into Hong Kong. Yeah. You just walk through the, the thing and they're like, all right, cool. Speaking of dildos, I think I saw, uh, so I guess Diane Feinstein was like, playing like, why can't we have gun control laws like New Zealand's passing? Mm-hmm. I think I saw online someone's trying to like raise money to buy like dozens and dozens of boxes of these like three foot dildos to like <laughs> send to her office. <laughs> well, I mean, I can say I could get behind that. <laughs> I would get behind that if, if, regardless. It could be for any topic. Really send to anyone at any time. And I'm like, I will throw in $5 towards sending a giant three, three uh, foot long dildo to that person's office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that GoFundMe won't take much uh, time to hit the mark. So Rico, you're not drinking? Is that what I heard now? Because you're trying to get over a cold? Yeah, I've been really sick. I had quite the week. I was in Hong Kong, and then I was in Guam, and then I was in Honolulu, and then Fresno to kind of top it off. <laughs> Cherry on the Sunday. That's their city's slogan. What is it? No, a cherry on top of the Sunday. I made that up. It's not. It's it's not really fresh. I could so. believe it though. I really, honestly, I would not be surprised. We're the cherry on the Sunday state or city. Yeah, it's it's not fun. So uh, yeah, I was pretty deathly ill. Not really, but I, I was quite sick. And I'm sure that all the people sitting next to me on the plane did not appreciate my nonstop sneezing. <laughs> but hey. I was really sick on Tuesday and Wednesday too. But you have no idea how good it feels to finally feel better and have a beer. Yeah, that is a good feeling. I was sick a couple weeks ago. I traveled to Florida to visit my parents, and I was fucking crazy sick. And yeah, same thing. I was on the plane, just like coughing and snorking and snot dripping out of my nose. It's fun. Good times. But I am drinking today. I am drinking a Bloody Mary, although I had to do a ghetto style because I have no Worcestershire, and I have no base seasoning, which I love. And uh, I tried to mix like liquid smoke in with it with some like soy sauce, and it really uh, does not taste good. So you didn't use to- my Bloody Mary mix recipe? I didn't, real- I didn't realize I was going to be drinking this until today when I was like, you know, I'm a little hungover. I could go for Bloody Mary on a Sunday. Hey, Brian, can you put that Bloody Mary mix recipe in the show notes? Oh, yeah. My, the horrible <laughs> one? <laughs> Rico's one. I'm interested in trying it. Uh, Rico, got- can- Rico emailed that out uh, yeah, upon yeah. request. It actually comes with every dildo. It's got the recipe printed on the side of it. <laughs> you, ha- you have to drink it out of dildos. That's <laughs> the final step. But it's worth <laughs> it. Hollowed out. It's like the ram's <laughs> horn that the uh, the Vikings used to drink out of. <laughs> that was my inspiration. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of giant hollowed out dicks, uh, let's talk about Mueller because there is a dick that has been thoroughly hollowed. Uh, every every inch of <laughs> of cum has been jerked out of that cock. Talking about this uh, leading into the final release of this report, which had something like I was reading about it today. It was like 500 hours of of interviews and they talked to 500 people and all this bullshit digging that they did to release a report basically saying there is no collusion. There's zero evidence that there ever was collusion and also that there's not enough evidence for obstruction. However, in the meantime, some like 30 people, I think, have been uh, indicted on various crimes uh you know, procedural crimes or banking crimes and all this other horseshit so gentlemen i'll uh, i'll start with howie what's your take on this whole scenario and and what have you been seeing online what are the reactions from the shrieking masses in, in, in response? That, that's been glorious and beautiful but <laughs> i was just actually reading the letter that uh attorney general barr wrote mm-hmm. um detailing uh, some of the information 
And the first part was about Russian collusion, where they determined no one in the Trump campaign had anything to do with Russian collusion. Then the second part talked about obstruction with justice. And I guess Mueller decided that he wasn't going to make a determination and said some shit about like, doesn't, like, we don't have proof of a crime, but this doesn't exonerate the president either. So what they did- Check, by the way, did CNN- have to write him they're like we will make you rich beyond your dreams just give us something to latch on to so, that we yeah. can still bullshit so in, instead he sent um evidence for or against like obstruction of justice and said hey department of justice you decide and so attorney general barr and rod rosenstein went through it and said they don't think there's enough evidence to prove that there's any obstruction of justice for all the stuff that happened in public view right. when there's <laughs> no like underlying crime but yeah, I wanted to ask Rico, like, if there is no crime, right. how do you obstruct justice? Like, can't exactly, Howie. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask too. It makes no sense. It's preposterous. <laughs> the, uh, you, the uh, I guess the closest you could, they're trying to come to the obstruction is to say firing Comey, but Comey is a subordinate member of the executive branch. Trump can fire him for whatever he wants. Um, the executive can't really obstruct justice into um, kind of a – he's the um, – wish my brain was working a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's ahead of the – he's ahead of the executive branch. How can he obstruct his, himself, basically? Right. If he was witness tampering or destroying evidence, that's one thing, but he has every right to fire Comey. Uh, and especially when there was a legitimate basis based on uh, Rosenstein's own memo. Yeah, so, and Rosenstein has come out wanting to get rid of him before that. He recommended he fire Comey, and then he appoints a special investigator because he followed his recommendation. Yeah. Fire Comey. And, and Comey actually should have been fired for him going to Trump at the very beginning and the way they maneuvered that whole dossier where it was so blatantly just fabricated. Bold, well, no, bold, no. And then the- they were trying to blackmail Trump pretty much like, Oh yeah. Look, can you believe this? But don't worry. That won't go, get out. You know, yeah. <laughs> Comey wait, wait, should have been worry, we won't be mailing any of your mistresses, uh, notes trying it's to like, commit suicide. Classic for, for, Edgar Hoover. Yeah. For him to, to go to Trump and not, tell him that, oh, yeah, this is because Hillary Clinton um, hired a firm who hired a British spy who has ties to the KGB. That part wasn't put in his briefing to the president. is fucking absurd. So, and so that, he should have been fired 100 times out of 100 for t- going to Trump with that and not giving all that information. So those he should be invited, yeah. Those things you just mentioned, so Trump, like, didn't tweet for, like, Almost two days. I love that. I love the trolling of not tweeting now. He tweets when he trolls, or he trolls when he tweets, and now just the dead silence was... <laughs> it was so smart to not give anything for the Sunday news shows. But uh, this Why morning, he, he tweeted with- like, good morning, and he just tweeted something that was like, no collusion, no obstruction, um, total exoneration. Yeah. Uh, something like, there needs to be an investigation into this illegal takedown attempt. Yeah. So, and by the way, did you notice... Think there will be one? The Friday afternoon, like the Mueller report, the Mueller report, they released it as they do with all shit that they don't want to get covered, I guess, because it was an embarrassment. But they put it on like Friday night. And you'd think Trump would have been like, put it out Monday morning then, you know, because the guy's confident that it's not going to. Very March Madness, too. 
Right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like everybody's out <laughs> drunk at the bar watching basketball. Was there any indication that it would have been released Friday? Like I was surprised. I, I knew there were signs that it was coming to an end, but then it was just done and released. Yeah. It was pretty surprising to me. I, th- I think we kind of expected by like the end of the month. Mm. Okay. I thought maybe they were talking like May or June. So the suddenness of it kind of surprised me, but definitely not the conclusions. I mean, anyone who really thought that they were going to find that he colluded with Russia (laughs) to to somehow steal an election and was still in power for two years (laughs) after the investigation started is fucking a retard. Like there's no other way to put it. But now that everybody knows, now that everyone knows that this is bullshit and it was Hillary Clinton paying like a British spy working with Kremlin contacts and all these like FISA court abuses and then like spying on an opposition campaign, unmasking U.S. citizens' names, all this shit. Like somebody's head's going to have to roll for this. No, well, I don't understand how I don't the agree. Obama administration and Obama himself aren't, aren't under the spotlight right now of like you guys committed crimes. You spied well, yeah. legally on a presidential candidate and you tried to, to uh, <laughs> undermine his election. So in, if anybody's guilty of, uh, of election hacking and, uh, and undermining our democratic systems here, it's the fucking Obama administration. Yet I don't hear anybody talking about going after them or indicting Obama or going after you know, his, uh, his whole staff. It's true. And his, he's still got a lot of people in places of power. So I think if anybody's got to take a hit for this, that they'd throw Hillary Clinton under a bus. The Clintons are done. They can't do anything for the like, power elite anymore. I think if there has to be a sacrificial lamb, that's what makes sense to me. I don't know. It would be awesome. And did wait, didn't they say that they were one of the I heard something recently saying that they wanted to reopen, I think, investigation into the Clinton Foundation. Like the uh one of the senators was talking about reopening that. I think that might even be going on already. I th- yeah, I think it is. So that like uh other investigation that's been going on. I, f- I forget the details of that. Um, remember they, they did like a report like uh oh, the inspector general yeah. report. I think that has to do with the Clinton Foundation as well. Um, no, that was yeah. more about um, other other matter. It wasn't directly about the Clinton. It was it was kind of about the FBI, um, how Rosenstein and uh, McCabe and all of them were handling classified information. There was a lot of elements to that too, but I don't. It may have touched briefly upon the Clinton Foundation, but I don't think it was looking directly into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, one thing that I was reading comments, and there was one comment who's like, how do we know the Mueller report um, exonerating Trump of collusion wasn't hacked by the Russians? <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope one of the Democrats like legitimately says that. Like, well, we haven't seen the whole report, so we can't be sure that it's actually... <laughs> we haven't heard from Mueller. Well, by the way, now they're talking about they want to bring in Barr to testify which doesn't make any sense. They're like, we want you to explain why, you know, how you found there's no obstruction and blah, 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 and bring him in. But shouldn't you just bring in Mueller? Because he's the guy that put the report together in the first place. No, they're, they're, call, they're calling to bring Mueller in. They want, yeah. I think it's the house. I mean, it's all just still, it's just so fucking ridiculous that they're, they, that they're even continuing this ridiculous charade, which has cost $25 million, by the way. This whole fucking investigation, $25 million taxpayer dollars, undermining the president for the last two years plus because what started before he was even in office and they're still continuing it's like do these people not know when to just cut bait like find something else they're gonna keep it up for another two years 
Which it's going to be to their detriment, though. I mean, if they keep harping on this, it's making Trump look better and better every day because he just keeps racking up wins. Well, they're going to. They're going to look into every element of his financing. There's still people that are like complaining that he didn't release his tax returns, like he's hiding something. Right. Do you do these people really think that if he conspired with Russia to do illegal activities, <laughs> he would have reported it on his tax yeah, return. Put that in my put that in my main checking account. I won't. Has my name on it. And uh, <laughs> can, you put, can you put collusion in the memo? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? It's amazing. <laughs> it's so ridiculous that instead of like, we have a crime and we need to investigate it, it's like, we need to find a crime that this guy did. So let's look through everything. It's like the IRS has his tax files. If they think there was something wrong, I'm sure they'd go after him. Yeah, very says, good point. Yeah, the IRS is like, we're going to let him skate on these $70 million in crimes. Yeah, the IRS has been trying to get a hold of Mueller for two years. Like, he reported the collusion on his 2017 W-2s. Why won't anyone call us back? He also, on the back of his tax return, he confesses to killing a guy and fucking his body. I'm telling you, it's all here. Yeah, it's just all—it's all so crazy. But I, I mean, I greatly enjoyed seeing all these Democrats and all these progressive uh, nutbags try to talk themselves into the fact that it's not over, like the fight is not over yet, and they'll find it, or talk themselves into somehow that the indictments themselves to the, that, are, that have nothing to do with Trump, that aren't connected to the campaign at all, that have to do with like, like I said, banking or perjury, are somehow a signifier that they are still right and that the, all along they were on the right track and Trump's still this maniac in league with Russia. I mean, so there was one thing that I read that I thought was amazing. So Manafort was um, obviously pled guilty on these. He didn't register as a foreign agent, right? right. For Ukraine. Apparently Tony Podesta retroactively filed as a foreign agent like months after the fact and so he he's not being prosecuted because he he was the exact same scenario as manafort except he registered as a foreign agent right before uh, manafort got indicted or something wow that is fucking ridiculous (laughs) yeah i don't think there's anything manafort did that tony podesta hasn't done I mean, these are all things that any of these like scumbag DC lobbyists, insider people, you could get on any of them if you looked hard enough. Oh, yeah. Well, the fact that Flynn got indicted for that, you know, that one count of whatever bullshit oh, they got that, him on, that was the most ridiculous thing. I, of all the indictments, that by far is the most ridiculous. Rico, do you know what's going on with that? Because I know that like he had pled guilty, I think just because he couldn't fucking afford to fight anymore. Yeah, but yeah. then they were like, they kept delaying and pushing back the sentencing. And the judge is like, are you sure you understand what you're doing and all this? Well, it sounded like they may have um, tried to reopen or withdraw the, the, the plea because of new information that came to light about some of Mueller's tactics and investigative practices. And it, it seemed like the judge was going to consider it. But it's generally really hard to get a, a court to agree to withdrawing a guilt, uh, plea. So I think what happened is they just kind of, the judge gave an indication, well, we're not going to let you withdraw the plea. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be sentenced going forward. I wouldn't be surprised. If I was surprised, like, um, at work, I'd see people, like, walking by the TV when it was on when Manafort was getting sentenced. And, like, these women were, like, so pissed off that you didn't get, like, longer. 
Like, it's like, it's like he didn't kill somebody or he didn't hurt anyone really. And they're like, oh, only this many years. What the fuck? He's like 70 and he's getting six years in jail. Even the, the judge said that. I think he's like, if you think six years or four years, whatever, isn't a long time in jail, go spend a day there, spend a week there and, and see what you think. I mean, hey, just date somebody for six years and think, see if you want to have sex with them anymore. You don't. It's a long time. Do you guys think that Trump will pardon any of these people, especially people that are being charged with like process crimes? That like, if it wasn't for this investigation, they would have never done anything illegal. I think he's going to pardon some people, not until after the election results. That's uh, probably not Cohen. win or lose. I think <laughs> if he wins, he'll he'll pardon them. You know, it doesn't matter. He's going yeah. on his term. I hope he pardons Roger Stone. That'd be awesome. Yeah, well, what is New York was doing something where they're trying to get the FBI not to charge people with certain crimes because the state of New York has a, a bar, like a law, saying you, you can't, um, is a double jeopardy bar where you, the states can't actually try someone for the same crime that the federal government has already tried them for it. But New York has like a law in the book saying you can't do that. Mm. Um, so the prosecutors in New York are trying to get the FBI to not charge some of these people with crimes because um, Trump could pardon them. Whereas if, if they've already been pled guilty to the, the crimes and then Trump pardoned them, they, New York can't go after them because of the law. Yeah, but if they never uh, charge, if the FBI doesn't charge them or the Justice Department doesn't charge them, then the state of New York could try them. So it's just like such shady dealings. Everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's seriously, it's like how, how the liberals people are all procedural crimes that you need to do this whole fucking like jump through all these hoops to make sure that you can try them in a very specific way just to fuck them over and make sure Trump can't pardon them. It's just insane. And like the liberals are all going on about that. Uh, well, Trump might've got off of this, but the Southern district of New York has gone to get them. They have all, they're building their cases and, and I'm sure it's some bullshit, whatever, like campaign finance shit. It's like, you don't go to jail for that. It's like a fine, like right, Obama yeah. had. It's, Obama had like of them. So did Hillary. They both had incredible, like any number of campaign violations. I mean, look, I, AOC has had more campaign violations and is probably in more trouble than Trump will ever be for uh, that shady shit she's pulled with her campaign manager and whatever else, like writing checks directly to his company that are supposed to be camp uh, for campaign funding. Rico, could he just avoid New York? That was <laughs> no. like the state. Like, will they like drag him to New York State for trial? Trump just goes. To, he well, goes a, outside the state, wagging his dick across the border at him. I mean. Yeah. If- I mean, if he is not charged with any federal crimes, but then New York State wants to charge him with shit, can he just like not go to New York <laughs> State? Again? Well, I, I suppose if they could put in for an extradition, you know, if they could charge him and then he doesn't show up uh, for court, they can, you know, put out put out a warrant if you know. So they want like another state's police to arrest him and bring him there. Is that how it works? I don't. I don't know. Well. Generally, like if you're just an average person and you get, like, say I, I got arrested in New Orleans for <laughs> public intoxication and then I didn't show up to court, they would put out a warrant for me and they no other state would go actively looking for me. But if I was picked up on, you know, say speeding or something and they looked at my info, they're like, oh, you got a warrant in New Orleans, um, they'll hold you and then eventually they'll transfer you. With Trump, <laughs> it's a little easier because he's pretty famous. He can't hide anywhere. So if he gets arrested, 
or not even arrested. Like it, someone could just take him in. You can't avoid. You can't really avoid it. He's got to go to like the red estate, and hopefully they'll like be like a sanctuary city for Trump. Where's, where's the most popular? I don't know. Anywhere? West Virginia? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, by the way, one thing I wanted to bring up too is that what, you know it's like people seem to overlook the fact that this whole investigation has come up with jack shit, despite the fact that it had all of like the most Democrat leaning investigators they could find like peter strock was on it right wasn't he was like a yeah. part of the team at some point yeah, yeah. And so it's like you've got this guy who was part of the part of the initial fuck trump movement and in the fbi and now he's working on this report and they still can't find anything and it was like and it was also like a number of like people that were hillary clinton backers and all sorts of like lawyers in, in league with it it's like if these people can't come up with something or uh, invent something out of thin air then there can't be anything there I mean, they have like the FBI, U.S. intelligence, British intelligence, the Kremlin, all these, all these people, all these sources. Kim Jong Un's yeah, calling not, in. Not, hey, not you were looking for dirt on Trump? I got some dirt on Trump. Uh, where's uh, John Brennan's Twitter uh, account? I mean, I thought he was going down. All the people that always tweeted, "The walls are closing <laughs> in." It's like you're yeah. the dumbest. Oh man, I want him to go to jail so bad, almost more than anyone. How do people at CNN, by the way, have – is anyone going to be fired at any of these media outlets? They have no, no credibility. The only people that – no one watches CNN. I think they're only on the air because they pay um, – airports. They pay airports and hotels to have yeah. them on. I watched yeah. on Friday night. I was watching CNN and MSNBC. I just wanted to see, like, their faces crumble. And it was beautiful. <laughs> Did you guys see uh, Rachel Maddow, like – did she break down like small wonder where there's sparks coming out of she her? She was like uh, on the box? verge of tears. She might have actually been crying. <laughs> some some lady posted a video of her like like all close up. Did uh, they play that boys on, don't on cry song? And the lady in the background, she's like, oh my God, she's crying. <laughs> and they, in Twitter, Twitter banned her account. What? What? Yeah. They were posting a video of Rachel Maddow on air. It looked like she might have been crying. This lady's like, oh my God, she's crying. And her account got banned. So she probably cried when Trump was elected in 16. She cried on Friday when Trump <laughs> wasn't determined to have committed collusion. And she's really going to cry in 2020. Oh, God, yeah. This it's is the be- biggest conspiracy that's ever like, happened in America. Like 50% of the American population believe this nonsense. I, which is, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> talking about conspiracy, yeah. It, between the GPS document, uh, Obama spying on the Trump campaign, the whole move by Rosenstein and McCabe talking about using the 25th element uh, potentially to remove Trump. Amendment, you mean? Investigation. Did you say 25th element? Biggest conspiracy that's been proven true. It's a conspiracy against the president. We saw it play out in mainstream media as this is going on. Like, this shit, your tinfoil hat's not not cool enough. We need tinfoil bodysuits now. Wear them all the time, because all the conspiracies are true. Dude, is the 25th element like the fifth element? <laughs> oh, did I say element? I yeah. love that movie. Yeah. It's the sequel. Mila Jova is still hot. Oh, she is still hot. She's not as hot as she was in that movie, though. And Bruce Willis is definitely not as good looking. <laughs> he, he looks like some sort of human thumbnail. I feel like they both look the same. I don't know. <laughs> like they look like the same person now? That's not good for either of them. No, no. <laughs> they do not look the same. You're insane. So one last thing I want to say about this whole Trump-Russia thing is that all right, so we all know it really happened. Like, I don't think Russia hacked the DNC. Like, we know that the files were exfiltrated. No, Seth like, Rich did it before he, they shot him in the back of the head. Seconds or something. It, it was an insider putting on a thumb drive. 
what what Russia did do they they like talked about in the what they put in the letter about like social media so, yeah they spent a couple thousand dollars on ads and shit oh yeah they said I was reading USA Today article by the way and, and they were they, like Russia had an elaborate hacking operation leaking documents <laughs> and also imposing social media and I'm like what are you fucking they talking? weren't they weren't all like anti-Hillary pro-Trump yeah. either what Russia what they really wanted was to sow discord in right. America. And the news media, the Democratic Party did what Russia, like more than they could have ever imagined from their like couple thousand dollar investment. Like, I know. The return on this investment was astronomical. Talk about giving our enemy exactly what they want. It's like putting $100 in roulette. You're like, you just hit the 35 to one odds, man. You're rich now. Go on. It's the same thing. That's what Russia wanted, and that's what they're giving them. It's just like with the New Zealand shooter, he. He wanted yeah. them to like ban guns, yeah. crack down on free speech, to sow discord, and get like a civil war started in America. So New Zealand do. works. Oh, it's banned guns. It's, yeah, I couldn't believe works. when I read that that was his goal. No, I think people are like ha- happy. They're like, oh well, that's you know, it's Hooray. all well that ends well because we got guns banned. Yeah, the, I mean, Russia won. The New Zealand shooter won. Like they get exactly what they want. <laughs> Let's talk about that shit. Thanks, I, well, any other any other final statements on the Mueller stuff? Because I because I want to talk about the New Zealand. Uh, I'm sure, there'll be more to talk about when they actually release the report. But as of now, um, yeah, I think we covered it. All right, good. Well, let's then talk about the New Zealand shooter because you know I just I, it's like the worst. Everything is that New Zealand's doing is the playbook out of just like fascist authoritarianism to the nth degree. It's it's embarrassing and it's what. Everybody should look over there and be like, this is what could happen to us. And this is why we can't, can't give even an inch to these people. I mean, first, censoring <laughs> the video is absolutely fucking ridiculous. I mean, this is a, a public forum, a video that's made available in public. The truth is in the video. And not only that, but they blanket removed the manifesto from the internet. I mean, you cannot fucking find it unless you downloaded it early. It's almost impossible to even find his manifesto to find out what the guy said and why he did it. So you've got rampant censorship from a governmental level and you got jail time if you if you're in possession of a, a publicly shared fucking video 10 years in jail is what they're threatening people with and then on top of that now they move in the most reactionary possible sense of the word to take away all semi-automatic rifles in new zealand and to this and by the way i think this was like last week they said everybody had to turn in their weapons i think 37 people is the total count out of the 1.2 million people that have guns in new zealand that have actually done so I mean, <laughs> so what do they do now? They're going to go and uh, forcibly take them from the other people, kill them? Well, that's the question. Is, I mean, no. you're, you're turning a, a 1.2 million people into criminals. Doing right. a, so apparently they're doing a gun buyback, which is going to cost a shitload of money. There's, what, what did you say, like a million and a half guns? Uh, yeah, it's like yeah, $10,000 a gun they're going to give. Yeah, I would so like, I would like turn what? my shit in and buy like twice as many guns. Yes. <laughs> so it's going to cost a ton of money. And then apparently, so after this grace period or whatever, if you're caught with one of the banned weapons, the fine and uh, sentence is actually less than you would get for watching the video. <laughs> really? It's still substantial, but not as substantial as watching the video. That is fucking ridiculous. I wonder why they don't want you to see the video. What one thing that I was thinking, I saw the video like when this all happened. Like um I mean it was late at night. I was up in bed scrolling through Twitter on my phone and people start talking about this. I'm like, what? So I like clicked on the link, watched it, it is awful. 
fast forwarded through some of it, you know, after a while I kind of get the gist, but then I start seeing things like people are like, it took the cops 36 minutes to get there. And then people are like, that's not true. It took them six minutes to respond. And I'm like, uh, I don't think so. I watched a 17 minute video of this guy shooting yeah. no well, cops he went there. To two different mosques. So maybe he went yeah. to one. And then I'm like, there was no six minute response time. I think part of why they don't want this out is because the government couldn't do anything. They weren't there to protect you. They're not going to yeah. yeah. do anything for you. It's, it's an embarrassment. And it's like, we have 50 defenseless people getting killed. So we're like, let's make more people defenseless. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you want someone, if you're in that mosque, you're like, God, I hope someone is a concealed weapons carrier. Yeah. Right well, they now. only stopped him because the, uh, some, some dude tackled him and wrestled the gun away and started fucking shooting at him. And then the guy ran. Yeah. So, yeah, you want somebody there with a gun. I mean, whether or not, I mean, shit, I'd be fine with every church just having, you know, you know the Bibles get tucked in under the pews. Put some guns in there. You know? Dude, it was so weird. This guy was so like, like talking to the camera, matter of fact about like everything. It was like, holy shit. How, unless you've like done shit like this before, how could you be so like calm and cool? And like, what the fuck? I mean, I, I'm not I suggesting, I'm not suggesting he did something like this before, but if not, he's fucking a psychopath. And like, clearly. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> goes, goes without saying, but I mean, what do you think of the whole thing too, where it's like, you know, people are trying to demonize 4chan and 8chan because I guess he spent a lot of time on those outlets, which I worry now that they're going to get deplatformed as we saw with, you know, some of these like Gab and all these other places that they take the actual servers off and refuse to host them anymore, which would be bullshit because I New Zealand's New Zealand's blocked them. Yeah, and, exactly. And several other websites. Which is, which is fucking, again, this is fucking China-like censorship, blocking access to websites and trying to control information. Because I understand HN's got some undesirable things on it, but at the same time, some of the greatest things in life have come out of 4chan. Some of the funniest things have come out of 4chan. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you got to take the bad with the good, but that's fucking freedom, man. You know, like if, if you have free speech, you're going to have some shitty shit and you can have good shit and you can't just start cracking down on everything because one nutball. I mean, this is the perfect example of one fucking nutty asshole. I mean, when's the last time New Zealand had a mass shooting or a mass anything? I can't uh, even I, think of one. Yeah. He wasn't so from New Zealand. Now. It happens. They're like, Every, guns are banned. Internet is censored. No videos are allowed. It's just fucking crazy. He wasn't from New Zealand now. And did you see the dude? He had been like traveling. Like he was in like Israel, North Korea, yeah. like 10 other freaking places. There was some, there's a lot of conspiracies around this. Shockingly. There was something I read that he was encamped with ISIS, but that, that doesn't sound like it's yeah. true. I mean, no. he was saying, I mean, it's a lot of the stuff he said in his manifesto and stuff like Candace Owens was like the biggest inspiration to me. Controlling? Like, yeah, yeah, really he is. And, but it, it did seem clear though, that he wants to start conflict between like the factions. Well, he was talking about, it was one of the things the manifesto was saying was like, he literally wanted to try to instigate a civil war in America by having them take away guns. And that's, I mean, really, if there's been, if there's a couple of things that would start a civil war in America, that would be one of them. Trying to take away people's guns. Yeah. I legitimately think you know, Americans who own guns and are proud to do that are not going to go with their firearms. And if they try to take them, then you would actually have armed conflict. Yeah, I didn't, Lyric, I was trying not to get conspiratorial about this. Go <laughs> for it. Who cares? This is a drinking episode, except for and, Rico. And, 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 Rico, and, you know, suck some, suck some you know, NyQuil. Get some robo-tripping going on. I don't think there's, I'm not saying I think there's <laughs> any conspiracy or anything, but just some things that made me go like, huh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, I guess like in a, Christchurch, and I don't know, it was like 2011, 2012 or something. Apparently, there was an earthquake, and 
some part of a building or a bridge or something like fell on this van and like killed a dude. And then when they like went in, he was like, like a Mossad agent and they like uncovered this big, like Mossad ring. Oh, <laughs> Oper- operating there. So it's like, and that's church. No, Christchurch is the name of the, the town in New Zealand. Oh, why would that's not a big town? By the way, did this guy specifically go to a place called Christchurch to shoot up Muslims? Just because of the name? It, yeah, it's, I mean, if you want to get to that conspiracy level. I mean, that's like, just weird on like, its own, right? Like, 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 a little on the nose there, guy. If you're going to be going killing Muslims somewhere, you go to a place called Christchurch. They like to use a lot of symbolism for these kind of uh, events. It, it's, it certainly seems that way. But it was also weird that um, the New Zealand police were having a like mass shooter drill that day, and that's that would have taken them even longer to get there. I guess if they weren't already doing that. Well, and it seems like all these things happened during like training exercises for like yeah. like nine eleven and a bunch of yeah, know, so many of them. Well, by the way, do you see that weird story where people were? I, I I haven't read enough of it, but people were talking about and sharing this story about a live shooter drill they did with the teachers at a school. And they were whining because they got shot with airsoft pellets. And people were like, I can't believe they shot these teachers and they had bruises. It's like, fucking man up. Who cares? You got shot yeah. with a pellet gun. How big of a bitch are you? I had the same reaction. Like, we were posted on the forum. People were like, this is terrible. This is so wrong. They're too, training them to be like, whatever. And I'm like, come on. Don't be a pussy. This is fucking, this is so funny. <laughs> it really is and also it's like look if we're advocating that you know i i'm i'm fine with them having drills like this i said a piece of fucking lint fall off my forehead that was interesting uh what <laughs> the hell long that's been there <laughs> sitting in my eyebrows all day um but if you're gonna have these these things happen i'm fine with people prepping for them in schools you know i'd rather be i'd rather have them be prepared and uh and and you know wary of them happening of course the best thing would just be to give them guns and prepare them that way but yeah, if you're gonna have a drill, maybe it's good that you have people shooting rounds at you, so you like, you know, shit. Maybe you learn to dodge. Maybe you figure out where cover is, so you're not getting hit with pellets in the dick. You know, we, so then, we we had active shooter drills in my work, and I think it would have been more fun if it was if they shot at us and stuff. Yeah, right. Makes it more realistic. Like to me, it was it was just like a pain in the ass to me. But if they're doing that, I would have had a good time. <laughs> this guy was taken alive, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was. And do you remember so, originally they said they arrested like three other people too, like two men and women. Now they're like, nope, no, it was just the one guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, if you actually need those people, you're like, I literally just wanted to go out and get a pack of cigarettes, maybe some pixie sticks. Unless this was a bigger conspiracy. <laughs> Probably they arrested the people that were working for the government just as a cover. You know, it's like when the cops go in and they arrest the oh, yeah. that's undercover to make sure that you know that it's like, wink, wink, he's not a cop. We're going to throw his guy in jail. Those are probably the people on the inside working for the government that set this whole thing up to get rid of guns. I honestly, I, I don't think this is a conspiracy. I'm just so used to being lied to about everything by the authorities that I'm just suspicious of everything that happens. You saw like Alex Jones on Rogan. Yeah, they did have a, a lot of legislation ready to go. I, I don't think right. it was. I don't think it was um, false or um, you know a fake attack either. Yeah, false, but yeah. it's like. It almost seems like, yeah, they're not that disappointed that it happened because they wanted to go this route. Yeah, it was shocking how fast that got passed. They're like, they, I, was, I mean, it was like two days later. You're just like, what the, what? What? They're talking about reactionary. Like, no legislation should be able to be passed in two fucking days yeah. like that, by the way, period. Yeah. I, I was trying to fi- find if there's a New Zealand Bill of Rights, and I, I'm probably just looking in the wrong place. It seems like a lot of this stuff is general, and I'm sure it's not a, a constitution like 
The Constitution. Yeah, you can do what you like unless we <laughs> tell you you can't, period. Yeah, well, I guess that's what it is because it seems like there's the free speech is quite easily abridged. Yeah, that clearly cannot be a, a constitutional right that they have. Yeah, the fact you can't watch a video, I, I had no interest in, in watching the video. I, I don't want to yeah, see I just, I, I thought twice about it, but I kind of like to see, like, what are we up against in society? Like, what's happening? Mm. And it's, I don't know, it's weird. It's weird. Like, seeing things is one thing, but I remember, like, in our, uh, not basic training, but our, like, army, like, job school after that, they made us watch a video, like, al-Qaeda, like, cutting some dude's little reporter's, like, head off. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it was, um, the visual isn't that bad, but the sound, the sound, like, scarred well, me, like, the, stuck with me, like, yeah. haunts my dreams. It sounded like like a stuck pig or something. It was awful. Yeah, it was <laughs> horrible. I, I watched that same video, and I remember the visceral, I mean, it was, it was grotesque watching it, too, just, like, the shit dangling out of the head was disgusting. They should probably do that to mass shooters. I think you'd have long shootings. Beheading them with a saw... You need a, a good good deterrent, and getting these people's names in the uh, press is exactly what they want. They want a, some kind of infamy, but I don't think anyone wants their head chopped off or sawed off with a rusty saw. So, so it's interesting. I, I kind of agree. I think there are some crimes that deserve death and painful, torturous death, but I'm against the death penalty because I don't trust the government to decide yeah. what crimes yeah. that should be and right. not to kill an innocent person. So me, I'd rather people be armed and shit like this goes down. You finish it and execute them right there on the spot. Yeah, no, no question, no doubts. Maybe you have a jury of twenty four of your peers instead of twelve. Well, right. no, I don't. I don't mean. I mean, like if he's there shooting and you, oh, no, I know. Yeah. kill him. Yeah. yeah well, get killed. That's what I don't get. Is it, if you're there, somebody you know, t- managed to take him down. If I was there, maybe this is just me and like, psychosis, but I'm going to sound like Mark Wahlberg. If I was on the plane at 9-11, I would have taken him down. Fucking remember that? You shit? think you just punch him till your, your hand exactly, bro- right? broke off. You got yeah. a mob of people. Once the guy's down, yeah, you would think they would, if I was there, I would rip into him like a fucking jackal. Yeah. I'd be like tearing his eyes out of his head. You have to. Like, um, one thing I noticed in the video, he shot, like, a bunch of people. They were, like, crowded in a corner, and they, like, left, was do something else. He came back in. It was just kind of standing there, and those bodies in the corner. If anybody's pretended to be dead, he's shot into those bodies a bunch of time to make sure. So you can't just, like, lay there, pretend you're dead. You've got Mass to do something. Mass shooters are not bears. People need to realize that. No, any if somebody like threatens violence against you, the only response is like extreme violence fast. Right. Yeah, that's what and it's like. I don't know if they teach these things at the drills or not, but yeah, you know, we talked about this before. If, if there's a mass shooter, the best thing you could possibly do is just sw- you know, swarm him in mass, get the get to him as fast as you can, like a zombie horde. You know, it's like a Z nation, charge him, try to get to him as quick as you can, everybody, and then. Maybe two or three you get shot, but you won't have 50 people getting fucking shot because you're on him and you're on top of the situation before it can escalate. We need a nation of honey badgers, which is why I want the Libertarian <laughs> Party to change their animal to the honey badger. If anybody um, hasn't signed the petition yet. <laughs> I signed it. I signed it. <laughs> and if you're at the LNC uh, in uh, 2020, we're going <laughs> to get this thing done. All right. Any other comments on New Zealand? Otherwise, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back in and talk about some of our other topics. Guess not. All right. We'll be right back. 
We don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. Those epic words from Archilochus can sum up your ability to succeed or fail in business. I want to recommend Conversation Mat Time to our listeners as a way to hone your one-on-one conversation skills in a role-playing session that can help take you to the next level. During 25-minute sessions, you'll work through the best way to approach that raise, that interview, or that relationship with a practice professional that will provide the confidence and experience you need to get paid what you're worth or take that interpersonal risk you've never been able to conquer. Just like in jiu-jitsu, the difference between a novice and a black belt is mat time. Train to win. Visit conversationmattime.com and take advantage of a free 15-minute consultation just for listeners of this show. Okay, we are back with more Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor, Electric Liberty Land Edition. And a couple things I want to talk about here as we come back in. Number one, I'll give you guys the option. Would you rather talk about New Jersey banning cashless stores or talk about the United States bombing Libertarian, uh, <laughs> libertarian fantasy land, according to progressive Somalia? I'll leave it up to you to choose. Just start talking about one of them. Go, Rico. Um, I don't think the drone bombing is anything new, unfortunately. That's my biggest uh, criticism of Trump is he only seems to have escalated the, the bombings. Yeah. And I don't, well, I don't know if they're escalated, but they sure haven't slowed down. And it's, it's more garbage from the Pentagon. They, they said they hadn't killed any civilians. Really? Really? <laughs> You're just dropping hundreds and hundreds of bombs but they're just perfectly placed everyone we've been, we've been blowing up coconuts and terrorists and that's you know, it you know if you're like a teenage male they consider ah, you're probably a militant like you know yeah, right? unless you're like clearly like a five-year-old or a woman that you don't count as a civilian yeah well i guess uh that's their accounting so sure well, it's great, too, that they're like, oh, we're no longer going to report any sort of uh, drone casualties or any stats and statistics from one of these drone campaigns. So now, as to before, where we had the figures they'd released, so we could say if they denied having murdered civilians from AFRICOM, we could go, oh, well, there's, you know, you guys are reporting 10 civilian deaths. Now, of course, absolutely no, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm. No, I can't fucking think of it. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. Yeah, I don't <laughs> no, ah, you're being responsible for your no accountability. Accountability, mm. Rico, give that man a prize. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Rico. Christ, like, why the, are they bombing? You the one to not be able to remember words with your your cold addled brain, but here I am, just stupid. So I, heard, I, don't, I don't know if it was Somalia or some other African country, and Trump, I guess, from what I hear, was like, "What the hell are we even doing there?" Anyway, it's like it's ridiculous. We shouldn't have troops there. And Mattis is like, we're trying, we're there so that a bomb doesn't go off in Times Square. And it's just, like, he, it's, it's, Trump, to his credit, it's like, you could just say that about anywhere. Right, yeah, anywhere at all times. But then I guess Mattis is like, well, listen, if we pull out and anything happens, we're blaming this all on you. Well, that's, that's <laughs> nice of him. Uh, well, he, Glad but, he's gone. Well, it's like any of these places. You know, these people are, the people that were murdering over there, for the most part, very poor. It's like, even to get a plane ticket to try to come over to commit a terrorist act is probably so far beyond any of their collective means that it's pointless to even go and fight them. Like we're fighting what Al Shabab over there, right? Or Al Shabad? Al Shabab. 
I don't know, but at least now when people tell libertarians to go move to Somalia, I'd be like, what? So the U.S. government can bomb us? <laughs> right, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, yeah, well, yeah, they, I can't, I, now I can't go there anymore. <laughs> Fucking progressives. Like, yeah, go to move to Somalia. Well, I would if, if not for you guys being uh, completely for the war establishment. You know, gave up all your fucking progressive values in that regard. So what do you guys think? I mean, Trump has, like, clearly there's been way more civilian casualties in all these theaters. Yeah. Uh, but on the other side of his mouth, he's saying he wants to leave Syria, wants to pull troops out of Afghanistan, like all this stuff. What's happening? Why does he have all these neocons? And one thing I thought was interesting this, I think it was on Friday. So a few days before that, the Treasury Department put new sanctions on North Korea. Yeah. And then Friday, Trump's like, nope, no sanctions. Yeah, like, I was just- It seems like there's a real struggle between him and the administration, which means like, why the fuck is he putting like so these people? There? I didn't realize, I saw that same thing and I was like, wait a minute. How does the Treasury Department have the authority to do that? It- <laughs> That's how it works. They work with the Intel community to decide what should be done in pursuing of our stated goals and things. And Well, they, just- they have the autonomy to do that. It seems mind blowing. Like, if there's <laughs> sanctions that should go, something should go through a elected official. I like that. Like, Treasury Department, what we're responsible for. It just says that it's a placard on the wall. It says two things: making sure people still use fucking pennies and destroying countries via sanctions. <laughs> Those are the two things you got to memorize. Um, just in regards to, and it is surprising they have that amount of power. But just in regards to Trump's stat, yeah, like appointing neocons and the struggle within the thing. I swear, I, I still, I don't know if it's because he actually believes in these people's point of view or if it's literally just him putting people in positions that he knows he can undermine to make himself look better. Like with the North Korea thing, that was bizarre. And, you know, he tweeted out, I don't know if he's actually removed the sanctions or not, but he seems to be legislating by a tweet. And for him to reverse it within a day and shocking everybody, they said, like the people in the administration were like, we didn't see that coming. We didn't tell us beforehand. So I wonder if he does it literally as like, Fuck it. I'll just use it as a PR stunt. I'll look better because now I'm the good guy. And like, kind of the whole way he negotiates all the time is I got these psychos over here. They want to do X. I'm going to let them do this to scare you. And then I'm going to pull it back and be the good guy. Maybe. It, it reminds me kind of. Uh, so like Bolton and Rubio and those people, it seems like they really want to start a war in Venezuela. Uh, Justin Raimondo, who posts a lot of stuff in anti-war, I was surprised to see an article that he wrote where he thinks that Trump was trying to let them like try to do this and fail at it. Like this whole thing That's seems to be failing, like like uh, like the, their own Bay of Pigs, just to be like, look at these neocon fools. That but would I, be, I, mean, I don't know, that would be giving Trump even, I, I try to give him some credit sometimes for these. Yeah, movies. I mean, it was a stretch for me too. I can't, I'm surprised Ramondo is saying that. I, I hope it's true, but I, I don't know. I don't, but I don't know. Maybe I should give him more credit. I mean, from what I understand, he's like that, not that good of a real estate guy. He became the most famous one. He decides to do TV and mm-hmm. has like the biggest reality TV star. Then he's like, I'm going to be president of the United States and wins and beats out like the Clintons and the Bushes. And, and like, emerges victorious versus the <laughs> entire establishment and the deep state, by the way. Yeah, uh, maybe, and maybe, I don't know. Versus the deep state, JFK didn't. You know that <laughs> yeah. much. I think Trump's uh, positions are more anti-war just because of the older tweets when Obama was in office. Yeah. Talking about the, uh, Iraq involvement in Afghanistan. And that's what he campaigned on most consistently. 
you know, a lot of his things were, were not that consistent overall, but he seems to have been more consistently anti intervention than pro intervention. I think he has been pro intervention in Venezuela though. I, I don't really buy that whole um, argument that he's letting Rubio fail, but it's good one, to see him fail. One thing that's interesting, um, like he hated Obama, hated Obama and criticize him all the time. Well, he but, hated him so much that he went, he became president just because of yeah, it, yeah. that, that uh, correspondence center. <laughs> That's right. That's but, the power of but, uh, <laughs> when when um, the generals were trying to persuade Obama to do the surge, Trump was like, no, you shouldn't. Like, stick to your guns. You're right. They're wrong. And it's like, holy shit, he hates him. He's saying that he's like trying to back Obama. Of course, Obama goes with the generals, everybody, and does the surge and sends way more troops to Iraq. Oh, yeah. But Trump's been like consistently against that. And it looks like Iraq's going to kick us out soon anyways. Yeah, I just saw they were making uh, making demands that we get out of there, which is awesome. Get us the fuck yeah. out of there. I'm, I'm kind of glad that they've got that Iranian influence in there now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, with the, the Treasury Department not seeing him reversing sanctions, don't you think they should have some kind of line of communication? Because it's pretty public that he is negotiating well, with North Korea. Well, yeah, on, the, you know, the Bolton and Pompeii were probably saying, yeah, yeah, do it. Good. Yeah, well, I'm sure they are, but it just seems like when they say, well, we, we didn't see his reversal coming, he's like, he's been talking up Kim Jong-un for right, a yeah. year. Um, trying to get, you know, at least talk posturing about a deal. So to add more sanctions cuts against what he's been pursuing for over a year. Yeah. So to say you haven't seen it coming, it's like, well, you obviously just don't care what the president's position is on, on the subject. By the way, I'm desperate to know what happened at the, the Hanoi summit that like, I'll tell you, <laughs> that's what I was actually, when I almost ah, interrupted you, what I was going to say was, um, so North Korea didn't expect Bolton to come and they were going to make a lot of concessions and things. And Bolton comes in and blows up the whole thing. And he's the same one that ruined the deal that like the Clinton administration had tried to make with North Korea in the past too. This is later when, after Bush took over. What was that? What was it's, the Clinton's deal that they give uh, $700 million to the <laughs> foundation and they leave? <laughs> they would have been platinum <laughs> members of the Clinton foundation. I'm surprised they didn't follow through. They're going to give them light water reactors and stuff. And I think it was even <laughs> like. Bill Clinton are fucking giving people the. Uh, <laughs> I think it was even like Dick Cheney's people that were going to build the reactors and get paid for them. High five. We're high five and over. We're back. Oh, yeah. Be, give me half hat. All right, my man. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's some, if he's trying to like make these neocons fools, I mean, who knows? I mean, he had Jeff Sessions for so long and now he's gone. And Jeff Sessions is not only gone as attorney general, but he's not a senator anymore. And that's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> if, he, if he just wants to bring these people to his administration, like make them <laughs> fools and then send them on their way so they're no longer oh what they God. were before either. How fucking funny would it be if Trump just kept, he picked like all the people he hates and he's like, you're the new attorney general. And now uh, you're the, and then he's like, you're fired. You're after two days and now they're gone at us. And, and they're it, like, okay, uh, I'll give up my Senate. Uh, yeah, what is Jeff God. Sessions now? Is he like running was, for was mayor? Wasn't Pompeo in the Senate? It, back in the Ku Klux Klan. He's out, he's out lighting crosses. Uh, <laughs> fuck well, Jeff Sessions. I bet he's probably smoking weed. Finally. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid it would be if Jeff Sessions is actually running a drug ring right now. Like that guy, like that San Francisco, uh, the Asian museum. Oh, with the, with the guns. Yeah. Yeah, He's like the biggest anti-gun advocate. He's running guns for the triad. Jeff Sessions is the same guy. He's like, he's like in, uh, yeah. Was that, uh, the murder mountain? He's like running murder mountain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, 
All right, let's talk about uh, one more. Actually, two more things. Number one, I did hear on the uh, Philly Friday LILDL show that they did that they were calling for a uh, Alliance of Liberty takeover. Not that we'll have our own cruise to Alaska because we wanted to do that, but just that we go and take over Tom Woods's cruise, which I think we could do. I think we've got the personnel. I think Howie's got the tactical military skills that we can take over Tom's ship, print up our own banners, and then uh, have fun in Alaska and find out once and for all if Hitler's there and aliens are in Alaska. No, see, the problem with that is it's going to have to make a U-turn and we're going to have to go to the Antarctica because that's where the original cruise is. Yeah, we had that plan. Well, and also, is, isn't the Contra Cruise in like July or August or yeah, something? Yeah, I, I, th- I think it's too like, soon. We'll do we're, we're going to Pork Fest. That's, I mean, I'd love to take over this cruise and just get pirated. <laughs> Maybe next year. Right no after. time. It reminds <laughs> me of that. Well, there's some movie uh, where the guy's, oh, it's fucking The Princess Bride, where it's like, I'd love to murder my, I'd love to take over whatever, but I've got my wedding to plan. I've got my wife to murder. Killed her to blame for it. I'm swamped. <laughs> yep. Same shit. All right. Well, then, uh, I guess. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I'm not now. Though, have you guys seen the dark Tom Woods memes going yeah, around? Yeah, they're pretty funny. I love <laughs> it. They, it's so, from the lost episode. Well, you go, go. Explain. So, uh, <laughs> Rico, Mark was on the fag cast, and they actually don't promote those bastards on my show. They haven't invited <laughs> me on yet. They actually all our best ideas. They actually deleted the episode, but for some reason, this idea came about that there's. Tom Woods and then dark Tom Woods that like does all this nefarious shit, like deleting young podcasters, like episodes and things. It's like <laughs> a Star there's... Trek episode where he's got the beard. That's like, you know what? There's Spock yeah, and then there's Bizarro, the Bizarro. Yeah. It's like Bizarro, dark Tom <laughs> all, Woods. All the memes. It's over. a split screen. It's, well, it's first like regular Tom Woods. The second is like Tom Woods with the beard and he's like glowing, like laser eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Uh, I haven't heard that episode though. Pretty you know, funny. It, it got deleted. deleted. Dark, oh, well. dark time was deleted. <laughs> yep, that's part of the story. That's pretty much the most important part of the story. Um, and Tom Woods even like responded to some of these. He's like, "That's right, you better not cross me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. Should we should we wrap the show here and talk about cashless stores in New Jersey, and then, uh, or should we save cashless Jersey stores for a bonus episode and wrap this shit right here? Let's wrap it and do a short bonus. Well, there you go. The we owe the pride smoking, something. Guys, that's it. That's going to wrap up this L-I-L-D-L, E-L-L, E-L-L-L-I-L-D-L. Say that three times fast. No. 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 <laughs> Not going to do it. All right. It. Uh, closing remarks, gentlemen. Rico, <clears throat> go ahead. You're welcome for being on this podcast while sick and during March Madness. Yeah. Oh, well, by the way, where can people find your, uh, your Hong Shlong dildo line? Is that Target? <laughs> That's hongshlongdildoline.com. <laughs> if it actually has the uh, recipe on it, I'll buy one. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that's going to be a new addition, the, the hongshlong Bloody Mary line. <laughs> and you can use it to stir, not only drink out of it, you can use it to stir a giant, a giant Bloody Mary or drink out of it like a horse. So, so when we go to Vegas and, uh, on Memorial <laughs> Day, we're going to be lounging in the lazy river drinking hongshlong Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. How are you? Are you going? To where? Vegas and Bay, baby. Memorial Day weekend. Probably not. Oh, weak. Weak, <clears throat> Howie. All right, Howie, final words. I'm going to close the show with a, a poem written by one Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a real poem? 
Yes, this is really written by Beto O'Rourke. I think I know where you're going. I need a butt shine right now. You are holy, O sacred cow. I thirst for you. Provide milk. Buff my balls. Love the cow. Good fortune for those that do. Love me. Breathe my feet. The cow has risen. Wax my ass. Scrub my balls. The cow has risen. Provide milk. That's the song of the cow, a poem by Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> Is that from the hacking group? <laughs> I probably related to that, yeah. Yeah, right. What was the what was the name of that group that he was a hacker? I think for? it was like the Cult of the Dead Cow or something. So yeah, right. The cult of the cow. Yeah, and I love that, that that reporter sat on that story, by the way, for like fucking months, and he's like defending it uh, that he sat on the story until after Beto O'Rourke got elected or after the election happened. What a dick. Dude, the best thing to like, like all the Democrat candidates are so ridiculous. The best thing I've seen is that video of uh, Michael from the office as like, oh, that was awesome. That if was you haven't awesome. put that in the show notes with the margarita or the Bloody Mary recipe. All right. I'm going <laughs> to uh, to remember that. I don't know where I'm going to write it down. I have no, no things about me. All right. Michael Democrats. All right. And then my final words is that I want to remind you all that we now have fucking coffee. So you can order it. It's called the Morning Roar from Anarcho Coffee, guys. I will link to it in the show notes. Or, shit, what is it? I think it's just lionsofliberty.com forward slash coffee. I hope. That would be the most logical link. I probably should have prepared for this before the show. Anyway, we got coffee. So when you're listening to me yell at you in the morning and uh, and flub people's names and mispronounce PewDiePie? What the fuck's this thing? That's <laughs> right. Is it PewDiePie? Yeah, that's right. Yay, I did it. Look at that. No problem. The only thing you said wrong this episode, I don't know how to say either. What? Worcestershire sauce. Oh, or Worcestershire. How, I, I say well, Worcestershire. Us Worcestershire. Worcestershire. The town in Boston's called like Worcester or something. Worcestershire. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's Worcestershire. so confusing. We say, I, I was looking at, they actually have a breakdown that I was reading one day. <laughs> I don't know why, I had too much time in my hands. I read a breakdown of dialectics or, or, or uh, pronunciations of Worcestershire depending on what area you are of the country. And there are like 15 different pronunciations. I don't know what's right, so I didn't call you on it. <laughs> See, you're pretty good. better than any of our media, Howie. If you don't know you're fucking right, don't say anything and don't call people out. And that's my final statement. So, gentlemen, thank you for joining me on this uh, inaugural. Well, I guess we did one of these before, but uh, rotational LALDL. And we will be doing these once a month. I don't know if I'll probably mix it up a bit, have some different guests on each time. But I wanted to, to complete the circle of lions for this first one. So, gentlemen, thank you for joining me. Uh, Sick Rico and uh, Howie the Godfather Snowden. So we are going to move on to our bonus show. I want to remind all of you to make sure to listen to Mark Clare on Mondays with his in-depth interviews with leaders of the libertarian movement. And also one Justin Amash. You missed that. It was a great interview. Also, John Odermatt with Felony Fridays diving into the ironically named justice system that we see so many horrible acts perpetrated in. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it, guys. So for me, Brian McWilliams, from the boys here, from the Lions of Liberty and from Electric Liberty Land, always stay plugged into liberty. Liberty.